For letter C, I want to look at Cain, the son of Adam and Eve, brother of Abel, third human ever in existence. Cain's a big deal, and we're, I don't think we're getting the story right, we're missing the point. Because Cain comes sometime shortly after, you know, Adam and Eve are kicked out of the garden for eating the forbidden fruit. And in that whole thing, God had told the serpent that the seed of the woman was going to crush his head. So when Cain was born, they went, oh, here he is, the guy who's going to fix everything. Turns out it wasn't Cain, it's Jesus, he came a long time later. But they had real high hopes for Cain. And then his brother Abel came along, and we don't know how long they were around. Like, Adam is 130 when the son after the whole story of Cain and Abel is born. So somewhere in that 130 year span is when this takes place. We don't know how old they are, but there are people around. It's not just four people on the planet. I'll show you that in a minute. But Cain and Abel bring an offering to God. And we're not sure why. You know, different scholars have different opinions. But Abel's offering is accepted and Cain's is not. I have my own idea why it is. The one that seems to make the most sense to me is that Abel was giving God his first and his best. And Cain gave God some. Like he's tipping him saying, here you go God, you can have some too. And, but however that went down, it was super obvious that Abel was accepted and Cain wasn't. Again, we don't know what that looked like. Um, but Cain is jealous. So much so that God comes to him and says, don't be so upset. Like, just do the right thing and this will all work out. But if you keep going the way you're going, it's going to be bad. And Cain doesn't listen. He ends up killing his brother. And... This is how we know that there are more people than just the four of them. Because when God comes to Cain and says, like, after what you've done, you can no longer stay here. You can't be here among <laughs> God's people. And Cain says, whoever finds me is going to kill me. If, if he had just killed one out of the four people on the planet, he would have said, Dad is going to kill me. Like, he's fearing people. He's fearing like an angry mob. There are people. And also the text right after that reads that certainly seems like Cain already had a wife by the time this happened. So there's people around. Don't picture this is only four people and one just killed another. But then he goes off. Cain is sent off. God puts a mark on him so no one will kill him. People have had some really stupid ideas over the years of what that mark was. The bottom line is, we don't really know what it was, but it was clear to everybody there. And Cain goes, he sleeps with his wife, have a son named Enoch, and Cain builds a city and names it after his son Enoch. And that's a big deal. He builds a city. Cain had been a farmer. He didn't go and build a house and a farm. He built a city. He was building for, you know, a huge legacy. He was building for lots of people, for coming and going, for commerce, for like art for exchange of ideas. This is what he's building for. And you can see there in Genesis 4, along from his descendants, there's like, oh, they were the first ones that played this kind of music. They were the first ones that did this kind of fabrication. And like a lot came to the human race from the line of Cain. And this to me is a story that's a lot like I said with Moses, that Cain had screwed up royally. He had made, you know, the second worst debacle in human history and then God still like uses him and so much comes from him that God
God didn't fully reject him or anything. Like, God just said, you can't be part of this anymore. You have to go over here. But God still blessed him and made so much of him. And it's, you know, it's a story of redemption. And it's frustrating that we just see it as a story of he murdered his brother. Like, God can take anything, any mess, and make something beautiful out of it.